Welcome back to another episode of Therapeutic Rap. As always, I am your host, Jay, and I have with me Mel. Mel, what's going on, man? Uh, season two is going on. Uh, hey, it's been a while. Welcome back, man. A little hiatus. Welcome back, man. I'm I'm very appreciative to have you with me on this journey. Uh, <laughs> Something is, is different this time around. What's different? Hey, man, uh, first of all, hey, we got video. Hey, you get to see our video uh, <laughs> Number two, uh, it's on the YouTube channel, man. Check us out on the uh, Man Down Podcast Network on YouTube. Uh, let's see what else is different. More gray hair? Yeah. And I still don't have no hair, though, so. I, I, we got to keep, we gotta keep something the same. Just more hats, more, uh, <laughs> more, more hats in the area. Um, yeah. So this season, man, uh, I think the focus is a little different, man. I think I want to get deeper. I want to go. I want to dive deeper and um, address the everyday mental struggles that people go through. Uh, I've watched a lot of people become almost depressed watching that nonsense that took place in Washington the other day. Man, tell me about it. The vibe been different. I, I just went to this little mom and pop uh, Italian sub place. Like, I usually get my subs and, um, you know, it, it, it's usually a, a upbeat vibe in there, you know, and, you know, the way they greet you and all that stuff. And I didn't sense that at all. And I might be wrong, but just the way the attention was uh, or uh, the lack of um, a- uh, activity or how they greeted me differently. I, it, I'm Like I said, I might be wrong, but I just assumed there was Trump supporters. Nah, man. And, and, and it's crazy. And I, I say this a lot, man. I don't have a problem with the average Trump supporter. Like, support who you support, man. You know? Right. I have a problem with really radical people. And it doesn't it doesn't matter to me if it's radical Christianity, radical football fan fandom. It like if yeah. you're over the top about something, it's too much. Like if you're over the top about anything, no matter what it is, it's probably too much. Just dial it back. Uh because your your vision of reality kind of warped a little bit. You know, uh, so some people think that uh, th- this president can do no wrong, even while he's doing wrong. Yeah, and that's the part. That's the part that tripped me out because you, you know, we got we got a friend that that uh, or associate, whatever you want to call him, um, that's a big Trump supporter, and we can't tell whether he's trolling us or whether he's serious. But like you said, no matter what is said wrong or done wrong by this individual or this this sitting president there's always some type of excuse why it's okay and i, I i'm just i'm just blown away how uh you know like say for instance this thing with the capital i mean there's no way you can disassociate yourself from all those tweets and what you said during those press conference or whatever you know all those things happen and all that, all those things excited these people to go do what they did, and now we're finding out that one of the police officers was was killed. The information on how he got killed wasn't 
really put out there. But the, this dude got hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Right. Right. So they killed somebody and, and the president sent them there. And the result of it was some deaths. Right. Um, so I say, I'll let say this. When I asked my friend about it, his thing, his his only response was um, he's trying to protect us from uh, big tech and um, and and being censored by big tech in the future. So whatever it is, his cause was it's justified. You know, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever ends come to is it's justified. I don't get that. Nah, I mean, when I listen to the rhetoric, it sounds like to me. uh like a dude that got caught cheating on his girl. And now he's trying to make her believe that what she saw ain't what she saw. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the shaggy song. Gonna, it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. Who you gonna believe? Me or your lying eyes? Yeah. So he's like the master of throwing a rock and then hiding his hand. And then the people just these people just eat it up man like they do uh they do like it's got and, and and they get to it they get to a wall where they don't have any explanations where they have to wait for him or somebody like tucker carson to give them the talking points that they can yeah. do in every day so you know so you know when it first happened that day trump supporters was nowhere to be found i don't know what to do you know this is this is bad and then tucker carson was like this is what you tell everybody now they got very strong and then they start, you know, sharing all this stuff on social media and, and, and inboxing some of their friends and listen to talking car and he's speaking the gospel. I was like, are you serious? man? Like, you know, and, and, and retweeting, uh, Candace, uh, uh, Owens and all this crazy stuff, man. It's pretty bad, bro. Man, I'm about it's, to tell you, it's like a cult for real. I'm about to tell you two little known facts. Uh, my father, who we, we discussed a lot in season one, yeah. Um he's a Trump supporter. Mm. Which is which is kind of funny to me. Yeah. Uh also uh number two, man, a fact, yo, uh uh my father has uh, been hospitalized all week uh with COVID, man. COVID for real. So uh if you're listening out here, man, and uh you pray, man, uh pray for recovery for my father. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, hope hope he feels better. Sure. But outside of that, man, uh, yeah, when I, when I found out that he was a, a Trump supporter, he was hitting me with the talking points. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, I hit him back with my talking points, which is, uh, dude, I, I've been watching wrestling my whole life. You, you ain't going to make me believe that Sting and Ric Flair don't like each other for real. <laughs> I, I, I fell I for that banana in the tailpipe earlier. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, all the rhetoric that you see on TV and or whatever, I'm not buying none of it. But what I will tell you is that uh, anytime that you blindly follow anybody anywhere, don't get mad when you're in the wilderness. Right. Like It's, so, it's, fun, it's funny you brought up wrestling, though. Because um, that's, that's one of the examples I use when I, when I describe stuff like this. Like, uh, we all know wrestling is scripted. We mm -hmm. all know that. Right. But if you grab the average wrestling fan and ask them, is it real? It's almost offensive. And you could you could see where they've cut off the possibility in their brain that what they're watching and enjoying watching 
is a hundred percent fake, right? So, so, so even even though you you know you're a smart individual, part of you had to say, I'm going to ignore that logic, right? Because if 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 I tap into that logic, I can't enjoy what I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. Right? Even even when you see that the punch didn't connect, like you're like, right. oh, he must have just missed. <laughs> right, right. You, 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 have know, to. you you you. You start rationalizing. You start to rationalize irrational things, right? To to keep your narrative alive. And it's amazing that your brain can just do that on the fly, just just for you to be entertained, or just just for you to you know you you're almost psyching yourself out. And but it's the reason why, that, man, we we, we do, we've been doing that forever, and. Uh, sure. And I'll t- I'll, I'll tap it in, but the, but go ahead. It's amazing that your brain can do that, right? You already know where I'm going with it, and I think that's what people do with politics. Oh yeah, they buy they buy into this Democrat and Republican thing, and they're really just ignoring the fact that look, they're all crooks. They're all lying to you. They're yeah. all greasing their pockets, and there's a bigger agenda that's outside of America that uh that's that's at stake. You know, so while you keep concentrating on this domestic stuff, you know, they've been past the domestic stuff 40 years ago. They, they've they been on to uh, oh, Middle East and, and uh, you know, uh, parts of Africa. They've been all, they, you know, they, they're all foreign. Just wherever the natural resources are. Exactly. And we're but, not looking at that. And, and you know, um, the two-party system as as a person of color when you realize that the uh constitution wasn't written or designed with you in mind mm-hmm. it's a two party system and we're we're backing either party whole time realizing we wasn't invited to the party no you know what i'm saying so you know there's a little uh insanity in that but 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 back to how do your brain just uh, tap out of reality? Um, you ever do something and instead of like being real disappointed in yourself because you knew that you're better than that, like you rationalize real quick. You're like, yeah, well, yeah, you know, I, I was sleepy you know, I, I didn't eat breakfast this morning. Like whatever, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and we kind of condition ourselves to not to ignore facts that don't, uh, that don't perpetuate our narrative. So if I'm trying to say that a, I'm healthy, they'd be like, "Hey, Jay, man, you, you haven't worked out in a, in a year." It's like, man, but I eat, I eat right. Mm-hmm. What? You can't. You just can't ignore the fact that you don't get exercise. Sure, sure, you can if you want to, uh, and, right. and that's like, it's it's almost comical when you dumb it down that far. But that's what everything is happening. Like they're 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 missing key parts of reality, mm-hmm. and you know that's a dangerous group of people. And and by there you mean Candace Owens, and 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 Tucker Carlson and Fox and Trump and Trump. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the list is a lot longer. We can, I can keep going, yeah. but I won't. Yeah, for but sure. anyway, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> oh man. You're, but yeah, uh, this is the first episode of uh, of season two, so we're gonna kick it off just like we kicked off uh, season one episode. 
And uh, if you're familiar with season one, you know, we we started with the first episode with getting a little bit into your business. Yeah. You know, since, you, since you're the host and we wanted everybody to know who the host was. So we, you know, we, we kind of dug into a little bit of your life. And I think we left off right around um, you, you know, we, we was talking about how your uh, first marriage ended and and how um, finding out Jeremiah was uh, was uh, not your biological and all that stuff. And I think last thing I may have challenged you with is, hey, um, you might want to, you know, go and see about that that young man. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did, you did you get that any more thought? I gave it plenty of thought, man, and um, I put a plan into action. Um, that didn't involve me. Uh, you know, when you know your adversary, you know what's going to trigger them. So, you know, me reaching out directly is probably not a good idea. So right. I um, I, I talked to my mom, man, and I had to reach out uh a couple of times, and none of the messages, text messages, were ever returned. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a clear line drawn in the sand. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Um, it's not okay, but it's okay. It's it's fine that that line is there uh, because now we know that it's there. So uh, it allows me to be more prepared for the future. Yeah. Would, would you be all right with like, let's say, COVID is over, you know, everybody's back at school. He's got a basketball game or something like that. Would you be okay? You know what? I ain't going to get a chance to talk to him, but I'm going to go see him play. Oh, for sure. So you would be cool with that type of stuff? Uh, or, hey, just give me an update. What is the grades looking like? Uh, you know, I ain't got to talk to him right now. I just, I'm, I'm just concerned about him. I want to know what's going down, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, and I think that the, the misconception would be that I, um, have a problem with him and I don't, you know what I mean? I like I'm rooting for his success in anything that he attends. So if it's a basketball game, yeah, I'd be in the crowd, uh, schoolwork. If he wanted to play the cello, whatever he decided to do that, I, that I caught wind of it. Yeah. I would be willing to, um, support that, uh, as close or as far as I need to be for him to be comfortable. Right. You know what I mean? Um, ultimately, I think it's bigger than anything else. So, um, although, you know, the uh, test said that he was not my son, um, I would still be okay, you know, letting him know that in life he has a supporter, a friend, a cheerleader, you know what I mean? Uh, Right. A help, you know, of life. uh, Oftentimes when when, when people get in their early 20s, they get out here and try to face the world. And the world is wicked. Um, When he reaches that point, um, he already, he will have a help outside of his uh, family that can um, help him navigate things, maybe financially, maybe not, maybe advice, whatever he needs at that time. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I would definitely be willing to help. So, uh, if I remind me, was when the last time you saw him was he seven or was he how old was he? Um, I found out he was eight. He was eight. Um, the last time I seen him, he may have been ten. Okay. And the reason why I said that, because because uh, my oldest daughter is eight, my youngest is six, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm 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 referencing two things. I'm referencing how much of me they know, right? Like I I can't think that if today was the last day I seen them and I split up and just disappeared, right? I can't think that uh, they wouldn't be wondering where I'm at. You know how you know all that stuff. I I don't know if someone can explain to them. Okay, that's not your dad, like right now because it's so, like eight years is a long time, and they know. But the second thing I'm referencing is my memory from when I was six, seven, and eight. Um, I have memories of my dad. He passed when I was eight. Yeah. Oh, uh, eight. Yeah, he passed when I was eight, and I have memories of my dad. Um. Uh, I remember my seventh birthday. He was there, and I, you know, I, I have. I remember going to play ball with him. I remember driving in the truck. You know, I, I got, you know, like little spots where I remember remember him, and most of that is from pictures, as well. They bring that stir up memories, and my mom used to talk about him all the time. So I, I say all that to say this: eight is old enough to 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 know a person and to miss a person. Uh, but it's also an age that uh, once you get older, the memory kind of, kind of fades. Yeah, if, for sure. If for if sure. the person is not constantly brought up, so do you think he is still like you know if he was wondering where you was at and what happened, he understands or he still has that thought now? You know, I would have to say no. I would have to say that he's not wondering. Um, I would have to say he has an answer. I would also have to say that his answer is probably untrue. That's that's fair, but he still had the the memory he has a him himself just between y'all though. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I, I uh, meant I mentioned some things in episode one, like you had this dude no all the Bible uh, books, you know, all the books of the Bible. He was, he just would say it at like age three or four, uh, this type of math level he was on at an early age. You know, I, I seen him doing division. I seen him doing sight words. You know, these, these are things that you was working with him on and having him ready for. Like y'all had a lot of, a lot and, of interaction. And to be, and to be honest, um, she, she worked with him a lot. <clears throat> so I'm not going to take all the credit for that. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I, I ran into somebody the other day at a uh, restaurant and, and the guy we went to school with and the girl was one, was one of his teachers. And uh, you know, we, we talked about it a little, you know, briefly and they both said, Hey man, you always have every time we've seen you, We've seen him. Mm-hmm. So I know that there's enough in it and it and it's uh and his memory bank to remember who I am. 
Right. You know, um, and and then, you know, some of the lessons that I was teaching was preparing him for a time after me. Like, I didn't think that, like, it would happen like this, but I figured that eventually I would perish before him. So he would have to navigate the world maybe at 25, maybe at 55, maybe at 15, but he would have to navigate the world without me. So I was really careful for certain things. Like I didn't really raise my voice at him a lot. I I let him know that when I raised my voice, something was important. So if you ever hear me loud, you need to respond quickly. And it tripped a lot of people out that, uh, the sound of my voice needed to be important. So in a crowded gym, I would tell him, amen, hezzy, and then cross over. No louder than that. And then he'll do it. Like like he was trained to listen to my voice over the sound of the whole gym. You know what I'm saying? And it's weird that I did that because I didn't expect this to happen. But uh, even the last time that I seen him play ball, you know, uh, he hit a shot and no louder than, and I'm, a few rows back, gyms crowded. I was like, uh, good shot, good shot. And then he looked at me and smiled. Like, so I know he heard me. Nice, man. That's you know what I'm so, dope, so, man. Uh, I wish I could have seen that, man. It, 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 and, and you know, um, and I had passed him in the hall, uh, and he had a couple of turnovers. And I passed him and real quick. I said, go start going left. And he looked like, oh, shoot, he's still watching. And the look in his face told me that it told me a lot. It told me that he was he was surprised that I I cared. So it let me know that he was probably told that I don't care. That right. That I and, you know I got a new family or whatever whatever he was told I I can't be concerned with. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, and I'm pretty I'm pretty sure if they are. Or if anybody is telling him that they probably got their reasons in it and it's yeah. justified in their head, it, whether it's right or wrong, they think they're protecting either themselves or or him or whatever. Um, but I mean, but this kid knows that for the first eight years of his life, his name was Coltrane, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Like yeah. he eventually, you know, he'll say something. Like he'll 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 want to know something. And I'm not. I think, I think I think it'll all come back full circle, man. It's got to. It's got to, yeah, man. I mean, and, but but yeah. you know, I find rest at night because I know I did the best I could with the time that I had. Yeah. Uh, with him. Yeah. And, and well, that's probably the only thing in my life up to and and I'm 38. That's probably the only thing in my life in 38 years that I feel like I maximized the time that I was given. With any right. situation, every yeah. situation, man, I, I'll, I'll waste time. I'll waste your time if you let me. <laughs> I, I, I think, you know what, be honest with you, just being transparent, I think that's probably one of my worst things that I do, uh, that I have been doing for the last couple of years. I, I, I um, is I, I've been wasting time, you know, you know, I, I, I've been, because I, you know, I used to, I used to take my son to the field almost daily and practice mm-hmm. something or take them to the court. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, the last couple of years, I've just been busy, man. It, well, it, it actually started in Japan. Japan was just busy for me. It was just busy, and it got me out of the habit of it. I was real good at it in Virginia, real good at it at Guam, 
we got to Japan and it was just different. There was just a lot of work uh, while I was working there. Uh, I was gone a lot. Um, then when I got back, I met a goal and uh, then we left Japan and then my health uh, uh, went down a little bit. And, you know, I just never got back up to that point where I'm like, hey, you know, every day we're in the gym. And I, I think that's one thing I got to get better with. I'm glad you said that you didn't waste uh, those those minutes you had with them because I think I'm I'm think I'm guilty of that right now. Yeah, but well, you know, <clears throat> I would have to say that you're not though. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think that you do those things. But I, you know, we'll be on the phone trapping it up, man. And the the little small conversations you'll you'll stop by and see his room, and instead of just saying, "Hey, do this or do that," I'm your dad. I said this. Like you know what I mean? You you take everything. Well, you take a lot of those moments as teachable moments, right? And and you and, and you you explain to him why this is the way that it is. And yeah. so it's it's crazy, man, because being in Japan in the military at nineteen, about ready to um, throw my whole career away. Mm. Hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. When was you about to ready? Who was you about to ready to throw your career away? Oh man, uh, uh, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was about to fight my senior chief. At, oh as yeah, at the E two E three, you would have been done. Yeah, and 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 I'm talking about Paul. I'm about to put Paul's on that man. And um, I heard my mom's voice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure that when whenever your son gets jammed up or in a tough situation. It, it your voice will come to its head, and and that's that's what that's how you know you didn't waste your time. And, and what my mom said to me was uh, that it was one of the last things she said to me before I left to uh, to to go to boot camp, and it was that you're not military material. Oh, and, and she was right. <laughs> First of all, she was she was a hundred percent correct. Yeah, but and had she not said that, I would I wouldn't have went. I was about yeah. to back out, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna show her that she's wrong. I can, I can see that. I can see that. And, and you know what? The the funniest thing that you said that the the your mom's voice did that for you, mm-hmm. right? My mom's silence did it for me, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, and I I think I told you this story before. So, uh, got kicked out of school in high school. Um, had marijuana on campus, right? Um, my mom didn't even know I even touched marijuana. And uh, here it is. I get caught with it at school. And I have been in a whole bunch of trouble ever since middle school. So my mom have been up to the school several times up to this point. And uh, each time I get fussed out, cussed out, I get punishment and all that stuff, right? And my mom was quick, quick-tempered to the, the, the get on me verbally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was numb to it, right? And uh, this particular day, uh, when she comes up to uh, the school and they, and she found out it was for drugs, not the, the normal stuff like skipping class or or uh, not turning in work or cussing out a teacher or, or walking out of a class, you know, stuff like that. What I was doing. Yeah. She saw that it was drugs. She had no words. None. Like she looked at me with tears in her eyes with the most disappointed look. And her silence, I could hear. <laughs> I yeah, could hear yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. 
Audibly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She her eyes told me you're gonna be just like your uncle who's on drugs and strung out and uh on the streets. That her eyes told me that. I heard all of that just by her looking at me. You're gonna be mm-hmm. just like your uncle. And I yeah. said, Oh hell no, nah. and I changed that day. <laughs> I changed that day, man. Uh, it took some work. It took some work, but uh, I got there and eventually uh, got my diploma and and, and uh, went to the Navy, man. The rest is history. No, nah, man, and, and and I'm telling you, man, um, that that unconditional love, man, that in those moments, like they're they're, they're the foundation mm-hmm. that build us up to the men that we are. You know, uh, yeah. eighth grade, I got uh, in trouble. It was a group of us. On the bus, they had that little camera on the bus. Moon and people doing everything. I remember that. I wasn't on. I wasn't riding that bus with y'all. No, no, you didn't. You didn't. Now, for people that don't know, I had a red and yellow Kansas City Chiefs starter coat. Mm. You should still have it. I don't know why you got rid of. Like y'all got. We we gotta get better with keeping our antiques. Because I'm two hundred pounds heavier than I was in eighth grade. (laughs) You but you're the same height though. That, that, that's sad but true yeah you probably, you probably still could throw that on man oh uh, man so she was they, they, they showed my little uh, 12 13 year old self this tape in, in five minute clip and I didn't do anything except for walking the aisle I'm like man how they gonna suspend me for 10 days for walking in the aisle I ain't do nothing now my, my dumb self didn't really understand that the bus ride was 20 minutes mm. from, from Allen to the, to the hood so, uh, man, we did so much damage in those twenty minutes, though. So I sent her, I sent her up there, yo, to watch the tape, watch the tape. I ain't doing nothing. I promise, I promise. So the daggone, the daggone tape was recorded like in December. This was like April. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you can't remember what you did back then, like, right? You know? Right. So she watched the tape, man. She come home, and she says, "Get out my sight." So I. I have by this time I know that uh oh you know I'm in trouble and she didn't say anything for three days to me mm. and then like on the third day she called my name and I was trying to do everything but she she just look at me and just keep moving and that's like I'd never had a punishment like that like I would always get yelled at cursed at fussed yeah. at you know hit you know what yeah. I'm saying but the silence was was killer yeah that that one when your mom lost for words and she just she just can't. You know, stand and see you. That's the one, bro. But but what she said to me when she finally uh, spoke to me rings in my head all the time when I'm about to make a mistake. And she said, "Jay," I was like, "Ma'am," I ran up the steps because you know my room was downstairs. I'm like, "Ma'am," she said, "Do me a favor." I'm like, "Hey, anything you want, I'm gonna do." <laughs> the next sentence was, "Try not to be a fuck up your whole life." <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Miss That's what I'm talking about. It, it, but, but those words have gotten me out of so like I'd be at the edge of about to do whatever, and I'll hear her voice say that, and I'm like, "Yo, I owe my mama not to do this. I owe my mama not to get in this car. I owe my mama, you know what I'm saying, not to drive drunk. I, I owe it to her to, and and that's why I don't have a criminal record. That statement right there." You know, like I said, it's the it's the building blocks that our lives are built on. You know, the foundation. But yeah. I think that's big. Let me, let me ask you this, though. 
from from episode one of Therapy Rat, right? Mm-hmm. We got into we got into a couple of things. You know, like like we said, we talked about uh Jeremiah. We talked about your first marriage. We talked about your pops. Um, we talked about uh I, I think sure, I think we talked about a uh an instance you had with someone being racist to you in high school. You know, uh, all yeah, types of stuff. Episode, right? but we did. We talked about that too last yeah, year. We did. We did. Hey, hey, if y'all have not heard season one, man, you got to get out there. For you sure, gotta get it. you got to get it. This is my question to you, though. Mm-hmm. Out of all the people we mentioned, you know, whether it be your mom, your brother, your dad, uh, has anybody or any of them listened to it and said and gave you feedback on 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 what they thought or, or, oh, or did they found something out that they didn't know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And <clears throat> I didn't know that the people closest to me didn't know how I felt. Um, right. I do this thing and uh, I'm, this is not news to you. I do this thing where I, where I, uh, I hold a lot in and I downplay stuff. Mm-hmm. I just keep pushing. Just keep pushing. And um, so you never really know what affects me in what way. Because, you know, what I'm saying? like, like you know, I said I was I was the biggest faker. You know what I mean? I, I think I said that in episode one. <clears throat> and it was really true. And uh my mom called me almost in tears, man. And she's like, yo, wow. She was like, you know, uh she said, uh raising me and my brother, and then eventually my little brother in a low income environment. <clears throat> as a single parent was tough and she declared that the streets wasn't going to have us mm-hmm. and so she didn't have time to listen because she was trying to discipline and raise and and and, and instill respect accountability and uh uh values and virtue and uh work ethic these type of things she was trying to instill but uh she she says that she never, you know, uh, took time to listen to me, <clears throat> and you know, she said she almost almost took blame for the fact that I don't or didn't express myself about things that bothered me, and and you know, if I'm being honest, some of it comes from that, but most of it just comes from. You know, you hear a man ain't supposed to have emotions, a man ain't supposed to do this or do that or whatever. Uh, so oftentimes I just keep stuff inside. <clears throat> but yeah, her and my brother, my older brother was like, yo, my dude, I can't believe all of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I knew this, I knew that, I knew this. I didn't know that you took it like this. I didn't know that it hit you like that because you know uh one thing that i tell people i didn't take a day off of work and i found out mm-hmm. i went to work the next day that's tough two, day, two days later i moved into my house that i had just bought uh but yes yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I never took time to to grieve the loss of a loved one you know what i mean uh and i think that has jaded me in a in such a way that sometimes i feel broken like I feel like I don't, I don't get as sad as situations should make you. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you been you you been Teflon, man. But you know, some sometimes you know being Teflon is not the not not the best. Nah, best and, thing, not, yo, and and I'll tell you, man. When I um when I talked to my dad and he was and told me he was in the hospital and he had COVID or whatever, uh, my wife said, "Are you sad?" And I was like, "Nah, I ain't sad. You know, it'll be what it is. You know, he'll make it or he won't." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> but then, you know, if I'm being honest, I was worried. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I, like I like I took I took time and man and one thing that I'll say to people, man, listen. If you've been through anything traumatic, uh, anything life changing, anything whatever, man, get you a therapist, yo. Find a therapist, talk to him, and don't hold that shit in. So uh, after talking to my therapist, man, it's it's really tough for me not to express more. Yeah, and I don't take stuff at at, at the surface. You know what I'm saying? If somebody wronged me, I realize that it's probably not me. It may be something's going on with them, so I don't take things as personal as as I once did, man. And I think that that the healing power of that is amazing. So, uh, and I I think it's also important to you know tell people, hey, uh, don't shy away from the vulnerability. Be be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And you know if you know because it's obvious you love your pops. Yeah, and, you know, and I mean, so. I, and I think one of the episodes uh, where I said that my goal is to, well, my goal is if my, when my father passes away, uh, for him to know that his son loved him, you know what I'm saying, in spite of whatever. And uh, I think that this situation actually gave him the the realization that 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 statement's real you know what i'm saying yeah uh you know and it's crazy yo because we we never really thought about it that like i'm his real life next of kin uh-huh. you know what i'm saying like they they calling me with the updates there you know what i'm saying no matter what like is something happened to him then i have to take care of it and uh yeah. <clears throat> You know, that's big, that's big though, Jay. That's big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he said something to me this morning, man. That was really, uh, it was the closest thing to uh, accountability that I've ever heard from this man. It was like, you know, uh, son, you're a good son. Yo, you're you're a really good son. And I appreciate everything that you've done for me. <clears throat> he said, um, no matter where I found myself, I know that if I call you, you'll be there to help. And that's why I stay away often. Because I may not deserve the help that you would give me. That was big. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a perspective that I never put on our situation. You know what I'm saying? It was a perspective that I didn't even know to think. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, oftentimes I was just like, yo, uh, he's incapable of having human emotion. But now it's, I think that I think that the to know that you 
may have missed the mark and then to hear it. Cause I'm, you know, I don't hold no punches when it comes to him. I say, Hey man, fuck you talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I never gave credit to the damage that I may be doing to, to an already fragile individual. Right. And that's not right. Yeah. That's not, that's not right at all. <clears throat> why, 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 I mean, why you think you was unrelentless with it though? Was that part of, was that part of you oh, punching hurt. back? Yeah, it's part of you punching back because he hurt you, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm big enough now. I can hurt back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. eight year old Jay, you know, he, he just had to be there and long for his father. Thirty eight year old Jay is like, man, fuck you. You can, di- you can dish out. Yeah. So you know, but uh, <clears throat> it's 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 crazy, man. It's crazy, you know. It is, man. But I've come to a point of uh, of reflection and fulfillment. And I'm looking back and like, hey, I need to I need to close these doors that were left open. So <clears throat> him and my relationship, I think COVID actually has helped that. And um <clears throat> So we'll see what happens when he comes home. Now he did ask me to go and check on his brother while he's in the hospital because he takes care of his brother. And I had to tell him at the same place where you had COVID. Oh. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Jesus would want me to do that. <laughs> no, the, 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 Jesus, the angels from Africa, all of them would be saying, "You might want to sit this one out. Uh, let us handle it." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so, so uh, you know, I couldn't really uh, do that. Um, <laughs> um, Jeremiah, man, you know what I'm saying? I, I I look forward to speaking to him again, man, but with a lot of people. And I think I told y'all, yeah, I dropped out my senior year of college. Senior year, North Carolina Central University. Dropped mm-hmm. out my senior year of college when, when she was pregnant because he couldn't eat class, so he, I right. needed to be a man. Couldn't eat them books either. Nah, uh-uh. And, and the books. books cost a whole lot of money then, and they cost <laughs> even more now. Yeah, that was a, that was a sacrifice. Now. That was a sacrifice. So you, you know, you you got to you got to look back and be like, man, the foundation I was able to give him starting out, you know, and it wasn't just you by yourself. You know, he, his grandparents was was oh, yeah. uh, was was real was real. Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I mean, um, they was really helpful. Yeah. Uh, but the foundation you got, you got, you got, you got to say that, you know, uh, you sacrifice to give them that, you know, yeah, so, why not? Why not? Right. Why not? And, 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 you know, so I've finally come to a point where, uh, <clears throat> the fine folks at North Carolina central got my money. And uh, I'm I'm about to I'm about to finish that journey that I started. You know what I'm saying? That 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 door has been open too long. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now I need to uh, I need to accomplish this goal because it's a goal that I set. Right. And, and yeah. so now we're doing it. And, and and you know I think I think that's that's the the ultimate thing that I've learned from this therapeutic rap journey so far is that I preach accountability. But sometimes I don't hold myself accountable to the things that I said that I would do. 
That's all good. You know, that, that and that's why you got uh partners and partnerships and yeah. accountability partners, yeah. you know. You know, we can hold each other accountable. But uh let me say this. What don't without looking, how long you think we've been talking? Um what it feel like? 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, we're at 45. So come on, man. <laughs> yeah, we're we have 45 on on the dot. We're 45 and 30, 40 seconds now. So um uh even even though it seemed like we were just scratching the surface on some of this and we 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 promised to go a little bit deeper. Uh it takes time, you know, to peel back all the layers, man. So we might have to revisit this conversation again, but tell everybody what to expect in season two, you know, who you want to interview, what topics you want to uh touch, who you what you want to talk about, what's new other than just the video, like what what is season two gonna look like? Um so the vision for season two, man, <clears throat> is there are some people who I already know, who I really want to sit down and have an interview with that uh, were either knowingly or unknowingly have inspired me. Uh, the inspiration that they've provided me, I think that the listeners and the viewers can, uh, 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 they, it could help them. They, they could grow from Um I think season two should be a little more fun, man, because even though some of these topics that we're talking about, it's uh, heavy. Like, yeah, this is also a place for entertainment and enjoyment. Um, I think I I also, you know, there's, uh, there's a few, there's a few people I want to interview, man. uh, That don't even know it. Don't even know it. We'll call we'll call a couple of them out real quick. Uh, give, give me one or two of them. Hey man, um, some sometime during this season, man, I'm going. We, we're going to interview my wife. Ooh, <clears throat> and Ooh. It, and it's like she's such an inspiration. You, you know, um, it's it's weird because I know that at times I'm I'm like. A, a dirt like just lazy you know what i mean and me too and and, and too. i see this woman go and get it every day like she loves a person she just met like she, like she's known them their whole life like she's such a giver and um i want to peel some layers back and and then you know, and, and it's self-serving too, because I feel like if I interview her, she won't be mad at how often I podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one of our uh, hosts on the uh, Man Down Sports Show, uh, Corey. I, I want to interview him, man. Um, yeah, he got a story. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and and when you're talking about the price of freedom, man, this, this guy has dedicated his life, much like you, to serve and protect the country. Uh, don't don't yeah don't don't sugar it up for me you already know you already what what, you know me well enough what's my response when someone say something about me serving the country what's my response hey man it's a check you wouldn't do it for free i do it for the money yeah (laughs) you wouldn't do it for free i'm 100 i'm 100 doing it for the money there's there's zero chance that i'm doing this for the people back home i I promise you (laughs) um there's there's some people man that um I, I, you know, I haven't spoke to, uh, but I, I want to, um, I want to talk to man, um, about 
financial freedom. I think that that's big. And because a lot of people stress over money, especially in these times. That's real big. Especially that's real in these big. Time, man. Um, yeah. I, I I just you know you just never know where where this where this season is going, man. Uh, I'm gonna try to get Pat Mahomes on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to get Pat. That you know what that might be possible. Uh, you know, early rather than later. You know, because yeah. I I don't predict he'll be in the Super Bowl this year. So you might get that chance. That oh no no, it, it'll be after okay. March before we can no, talk. No no, no no no, you yeah you might be able to get. Uh, Pat on before you can get Aaron Rodgers on. I guarantee you that. Oh, that that he'll, according he'll to me, that last game will be the same day. No, no, no. Pat will be available a little bit earlier than that. Now, we'll see. We'll, we'll see both of them in uh, Tampa. Uh, and 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 the the one person I'm looking forward to interviewing the most this year is you. Is <sighs> you man? I, I know your open book. I I know your story. Um. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't understand that. Uh, like you, you laugh a lot. You're a clown, like me. Mm-hmm. But people don't understand what it took to get to a point where you could laugh a lot. Yeah, you know. You and that. I think I, I think uh, like like man, I'm I'm in a, a place where I'm expi- I'm inspired by my peers. You know, we oftentimes we look for TV, for inspiration or celebrities or whatever. Nah, I'm looking at people who I watched keep kicking when life kicked them down. You ain't lying. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We, we know some, we know some people. Yeah. We know some people, man. Um, I want to get, uh, I want to get some females, man, that, um, that are, are free flowing females. Uh, and by free flowing, you don't you don't mean the cycle. No, 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 no. All right, no. Nah, I mean um, females <laughs> who uh, g- gender. Um, oh, like uh, not swingers, but they they call them uh, uh, polyamorous right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because and and I got to be careful how I say this because that therapeutic. Yeah, absolutely. I would think so. So have I, I, we having more than one? Yeah. I, well, not for me. Yeah, yeah. But but I, but like so we've 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 explored a great de- uh, detail on the cheat code. Another uh, podcast with with the man, within the Man Down Podcasting Network. Check that out too. Uh, the psyche of the male who who have more than one. I I think that. Uh, the females need a voice and deserve a voice and deserve a platform. And uh, I would like to uh, visit that. The problem is a lot of them don't want to uh, speak about it. it. It's a hush hush closed door type thing. Yeah. You know, cause it's, it's, it's one of those things that can still be frowned upon and you know, like people work in professional settings. They're rather not air it out that, Hey, they're in a polyamorous relationship or, they're in some type of relationship that's uh kink, you, you know. Um, uh, you know, it got, got some of that going on as well, yeah. I mean, um, but if, if, if they want to share their story, man, um, that, that definitely be a good one. Uh, therapeutic rap. Uh, we got some um 
video editing footage where you, where your where your uh voice and face will not be recognizable to anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think that's I think that'd be a good one, Jay. For real, for real. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and the ultimately, man, what I want therapeutic rap to do, and I've had several people come up to me. And just say, hey, your episode where you talked about this with the with the police officer, man, that that helped me. Uh, the somebody said, uh, punishment doesn't fix bad behavior. Hey, man, that one that one was really insightful to the way that I uh, rear my kids. Uh, oh man, that um, the the shop, man, that 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 inspired me to become an entrepreneur in this time of uh, uh of COVID in this pandemic. I mean. So people are really telling me that that this vehicle has uh, taken them to a place of inspiration. Right. So I want to just keep that going. Well, I'm ready for it, man. Um, closes out, man. We, we we'll go ahead and get this. Uh, well, by the time y'all see this video, hear this audio, we'll we'll probably be on to a couple of more uh, episodes. Um, so you can binge watch the bench listen. Make sure you share it. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, and we we appreciate that a whole lot. And if you have any ideas or you want to be a guest on the show, email us and and or get with us and you know be interactive with us, man. Let's keep this thing popping, keep it going. I forgot, I forgot. We will also season two. We will experiment with a live podcast. We're gonna go live. Which episode though? Who who you want to go live with? Oh. <laughs> Now I think Shoot. I think I think that one's gonna be um I think it'll be you and I and we'll take call ins from uh from nah, I, ain't, I, I ain't gonna be part of that one. I wanna I wanna be in the audience. I wanna be I need somebody to man the phones, man. But but not, but not going live is something that we're gonna do uh on season two two just to uh because again, man, I wanna hear you guys. I wanna I want to hear your testimonials. I, I, I know you got questions. I know there's a few people who uh, want to know how I get got from where I was to where I'm at now. And uh, yeah. we can answer those. Sounds good. But anyway, hey, like, listen, share, subscribe. Uh, Man Down Podcast Network on YouTube. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, um, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, all that. Uh, therapeutic Rap. You got any questions? Email us at therapeuticrap at gmail.com. Thank you all, man. Hey, buckle up. It's going to be a hell of a ride. All therapeutic right, Rap, we out. <laughs>